Hey, it's producer Michael Miracle here with a quick word of thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. It's folks like you who make this workplace movement work. That's why we strive to highlight great authors and experts who bring phenomenal insight on how to bring Jesus into your workplace. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers, and together we'll make the I Work For Him mission a success. Thanks again for listening. Let's start the podcast. You've tuned into I Work For Him together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha. Hey, baby, how you doing? I'm good. Unbelievable walk we just had on the Atlantic Ocean right before the show today. Yes, we learned a whole new way to work out your calves. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that <laughs> soft Jersey Shore. The beach here on Harvey Cedars Beach is just a little bit steeper than the beach there in uh, just off the Gulf. And we were uh, had a break in between teaching and the radio show, so we went for a walk. Inland, about 300 yards, 90-plus degrees. On the beach, <laughs> 70. <laughs> and the water in the 50s. Really great. There you go. That's the weather forecast. That's for your Harvey. professional opinion. That's we don't really know the weather, te- uh, the temperature <laughs> of the water, but you're guessing. It was, it was 10 seconds to numb. Mighty chilly. <laughs> it was very, very nice. But we're broadcasting from Harvey Cedars Bible Conference, where we are speaking for the next couple of days about the five love languages and challenging couples and families to impact at the family camp. It is the homeschool family. Family ca- homeschool camp at Harvey Cedars Bible Conference. Every year, Brian Sackett, you guys host this right here on campus. How do you guys attract these homeschool families? These homeschool families are from all over the place. This is pretty incredible. They are. We do about a five-hour radius from uh, Harvey Cedars here that will that someone will come and, and attend here and come out to the beach. A lot of mountain people coming out to the beach <laughs> needing to get here. And uh, it's really uh, an opportunity. This is what these homeschool families are saving up for for the year, to take a vacation, to come. And not just a totally vacation, but to also be spiritually enriched, relax, and enjoy time with their family outside of the school book. So it's a lot of fun being here with our friends, Brian and Angela Sackett. And we've got them both in studio. Angela, welcome to our work for him. Thank you. So glad to be here. Is this your first time on the air with us? It is. Wow. It's hard to believe. We've been friends with these guys for a very, very long time. and these We've guys... finally gotten up the courage to bring them on the air with <laughs> us. Or we've gotten the courage to join you. Maybe we don't, that's we, it. We don't often bring people on the air that know us because they can ask us questions about things oh. that people just don't want to know. Or they do want to know. Hmm. Oh, hmm, that's all I get from that. Yeah. All right. So, you know, you hear Martha and I talk about marriage mentoring all the time uh, on the air because it has been such a crucial piece. And so we're going to talk today about the impact of marriage mentoring. And like I said, we are on location at Harvey Cedars Bible Conference. Check them out. Maybe it's a place you've ever wanted to go to the Jersey Shore and experience real life. On the, I mean, it's incredibly beautiful here, but go to a conference. They've got all kinds of activities all summer long and an upcoming couples retreat this fall in November. Brian, is the weather still nice here in November? It is. You know, I think winter, as we used to know it, starts to happen in January now instead of November. So come November... It's going to still be warm. It's going to start to be, it'll probably be in the low 70s, but just nice, Come really on, wonderful really? The sun. Really? <laughs> He's not, lying. No, I'm not. It's really? Wonderful. It's great here. I was uh, trying to figure out if that's like saying 50s, the new 40, like yeah. November's still summer. <laughs> November's the old September. <laughs> it is beautiful here. It's uh, The island is very seasonal in the summer, about, I think, 75% more people out for the the summer but the fall is gorgeous here and having come from florida here we have loved that 
fall. Cooler and quieter. Yeah, time to, you can actually use your sweatshirt and things yeah. like that. Check out, <laughs> if you guys want to come to an incredible couples weekend coming up here in, we're, we're, we've been uh, uh, lobbying to become a future speaker at their couples weekend here at Harvey Sears Bible Conference. You don't have to Check lobby it out too online. hard. hcbible.org, hcbible.org. And they have right. an events page. They have an events page. Yep. That's right. And you can see the incredible pictures of this place. All right, we're talking about marriage mentoring. And like I said, Marriage mentoring, Martha and I got into marriage mentoring, not because we were thinking, wow, this would be something we'd love to be able to do as a li- for a living, because it doesn't, it's not like that's no, what it is. It's, it's because we have noticed that a lot of couples don't have anybody speaking into them from their upline, their mom or their dad or aunts or uncles or good friends that are older, people that have been married longer speaking into people that have been married less, and it just kind of seemed like we got put into it. We did, and it's something that um, I guess just over the years we have found that, well, we love to talk about, you know, what kinds of things can we do to enrich our marriages and to grow them and challenge them and to be able to do that with another couple that wants to hear it and be receptive to it. You know, it's one thing to... Because <laughs> to... it takes a unique couple to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you laugh like that, Angela? <laughs> we're a courageous live, couple. We're on, live, we're on live radio. About five years ago, in fact, I think it's almost exactly five years ago to wow. the date, we're climbing a mountain together with Brian and Angela, hmm. and we got to the top of the mountain after catching our breath and kind realizing... Kind of like climbing the shore just It was now, like right? climbing the shore. <laughs> far only, from it. Only a lot less altitude. That was more like yes. 5,000 yeah. feet. This was at five and a half feet. Okay. That you guys realized that maybe marriage mentoring was something that was mm-hmm. be good for you guys. Definitely. And actually kind of leading up to that. So um, we were running a business together uh, doing photography and working in close quarters, also homeschooling our children and it had really brought out a lot of the rough edges, a lot of the um, lies, both of us. And we didn't know what to call it at the time that we were both believing from having grown up. And actually, I think it was right before that. My parents um, lived in North Carolina at the time. They're very involved in ministering to couples, discipling them, mentoring them. And they had sat us down one evening. They asked us to put the kids to bed early. And they said, we're going to have a hard talk. And um, very courageous of them looked us both in the eyes and said, you know, you guys are holding it together well. But when you look close, there's some ugly there. And you need help. And you need to go find help. And um, it was pretty incredible to have parents that love us enough and are Whose brave enough was that? to. That was your dad? My dad, yeah. Brian, how'd that feel having your father-in-law say that to you? Well, I have a lot of respect for my father-in-law. And, um so it was it, it wasn't that bad i respect him i respect his life how he lives his mm-hmm. life and uh, the accountability he has in his own life uh so i was very open to it but i imagine that could come as a as a pretty <laughs> big hammer to somebody else if it was somebody else giving it yeah. yeah no it's a tough one so brian what's your perspective you know five years ago when you look at where you were five years ago and where you are today is it better it's definitely better. We're doing a lot. We're still doing a lot of things wrong, but we're doing a lot more things right. <laughs> and uh, relationship is a uh, is a is a lifelong process, just like it is with uh, with Christ. We're constantly wanting to draw closer to Him and and learn how to be a better servant and a better man of God. And so I think uh, marriage is the same thing. I hope that five years from now I'm a much better and caring husband uh, than I am today. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you're always looking for those growth opportunities and. Again, marriage is hard. It's not, it doesn't come easy. That's why it's a, uh, and just being God's doesn't come easy. It, take, it takes work on our part to study and, and know what to do. And so same thing with marriage. It's, it's obviously closely linked, 
um, it takes a lot of hard work and you're going to have some falls and you're going to have some successes. When you look at, you know, five years ago, you're running the business together, Angela. You're, you're working together. You're doing ministry together. You're, uh, you're doing life together. And you're raising five kids. They're all still at home. They're all still in school. Uh, you know, and you look at where you are today, about 1,200 miles north, 1,100 plus <laughs> miles north. Uh, and you're no longer working alongside each other. Uh, it, it, has that been a good move? For us, yes, actually very good. Um, we came to a point where we realized um, God was definitely using the photography business, and there's some incredible relationships that have come out of that that still um, we are so thankful for. Um, and, I, and I'm still doing photography part-time, but for us, we realized that um, it was a season where we needed to separate that working relationship, at least primarily. Um, and what it's done is it's actually given me the opportunity that I can invest in the ministry of what's happening here at Harvey Cedars. Um, but I also, my primary investment can be at home, can be into our kids. We've got a couple that have since left to go off to college and work. And um, it, it's given us, a, a, I guess, a, a little bit of space, too, to work through some of those issues that being in mentoring started that process and started giving us some tools. Um, one of the things that we've shared quite often is um, this phrase that became sort of a catchphrase for us in that season of working with you guys was um, we're on the same team. And we'll still sometimes things will get tense where now it may be, you know, something that we're working through in relationship, getting to know our neighbors or a heart issue that we're dealing with with one of our um, young adult children, maybe. And it'll cause tension between us and we'll have to look at each other and say, hang on, we're on the same team. And um, just that one little phrase among many other tools that I think we we came away with has been precious to us. Broadcasting. From a remote location on the Jersey Shore. Harvey Cedars Bible Conference, hcbible.org. You got this funny look on your face. A I could get used to smile. it is what I was going to say. But Martha I know you, likes radio keeps, on the road. He keeps reminding me, though, that it's not necessarily like yeah. this every day. Yeah, for some reason, Martha came to New Jersey when it's absolutely gorgeous and just like the weather she likes. 90, hot, sticky. And yes, it is cold and rainy here much of the year. I just think all of our listeners should check out their website and see for themselves why HC they should Bible. come. HCBible.org. HCBible.org. We're talking with the assistant. Brian, your exact title? Uh, operations director. I was going to say COO. That's just like that. <laughs> operations director. Our good friend Brian Sackett and his bride, Angela Sackett, as they've been up here. Has it been three years already? Yeah. In September, it'll be three. September, three years. Phew, man, that went fast for me. Did it go fast for you? Yeah, it's it's cruising. It's unbelievable. All right, so talk to us. You guys have known us a really long time. So you know us prior to radio. Just tell the radio audience, prior to you you hearing us going on the radio, do we ever talk about going on the radio? Was that ever something that you heard us say, yep, someday we won't have a radio show? Not a thing. <laughs> no. I just want people to know that. We were sharing that story a little bit this morning. I'm like, yeah, no, this wasn't something we really expected us to do. How does the message of I work for him, though, resonate with you? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, we mentioned our photography business, but um, going back even before that, we have been in full-time ministry since we got married. When we did start our photography business, that was something that was the passion of our hearts. We um, photographed families and couples, and um, the whole point behind it was, can we love these people with the love of God? Can we help them see themselves the way God does? And so whether it's been vocational ministry, where we are now, on staff at a church, Brian's been a pastor um, for young adults, which we absolutely loved, or 
inviting the neighbors over for dinner, which is what I do a lot in this mm-hmm. season of life. Um, the only reason we're here is to glorify the Lord and to point others to him. So I love, <laughs> I love that message. Brian, what about for you? Well, how does I work for him resonate with what you're doing here? Well, it's something uh, that you can never lose focus on because it's easy uh, as the operations director to get caught in uh, how many meals are we putting out here? Does it taste good enough? Are we, uh, does the beach look good enough? Do we have chairs for everyone to sit in? Do you, uh, you know, how's the property? And, and to lose focus of the important things that happen. And then you go and you hear uh, a testimony of someone who has, who has come here, who's gotten away from their normal surroundings and God has met with them and has changed their life uh, for eternity. Mm-hmm. And so um, what's, what's it about? Every spoon that's laid down on a table and fork and knife and all that, it's all about working for him and serving so that people can hear the word of God. Mm. Yeah, you talk about people complaining. I noticed that you spent a lot of time in this morning's chapel before you introduced us talking about the ham. <laughs> yeah. have, have we had problems with the ham? I, I just know that that's, that's the night that the couples like to go eat on, on the island. And, you know, I'd probably go with them. There's some good restaurants out there. <laughs> <laughs> so ham's not been a camp favorite. Pineapple it or no pineapple. pineapple? I think that's no the debate. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty hilarious. We do do a lot, we do a lot of good food here, mm-hmm. and that's just, uh, that's just one of them that, that not everyone, you know, resonates with. All right. So you came here three years ago and became operations manager. Was anybody in this position before you came here? No, it was a, uh, it's a new, a new position. So how created. have you seen the Lord use your pastoral skills that you had in the past, your IT skills that you had in the past, your sales skills, your organizational skills that you had being used at the photography? How have you seen God use all those skills in one as the operations manager here at Harvey Cedars Bible Conference? Find them online at hcbible.org. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's, that's interesting, and I actually interviewed for a different position, which was just to oversee the our athletic center here. Um, and then in talking with the the director, he this they'd been talking about this position and seeing the different background with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, with photography, with pastoring, and all that stuff. We started talking about that for as the operations, because you got to know it's kind of like a jack of all trades. I know a little bit about a lot of things. And so I got to know a little bit about housekeeping. I got to know a little bit about maintenance. I got to know a little about cooking, uh, structure, money, and all that thing. And it just, it was amazing to come and see God. He has put all this into my life up to this point, and then to be able to come use it in this fashion all at, at once. Uh, and I love a good problem, and there's always a problem to solve. And to be able to be part of that, it's kind of, I love the challenge and the gratification of being able to answer that. Speaking of loving a good problem, you know, you've been married for over 20 years and you've got five <laughs> kids. Is she a good problem? Is that a problem? That <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like a great segue. You here. know, I was going to say, too, being wife and watching that, um, our move cross-country was a lot about us seeking the Lord in a new way and seeking, um, I mean, we, we literally sat at a, we've told this story before, I think I can tell it without crying now, maybe, but... Um, sat at a picnic table in a park one day, left all the kids at home and, um, things had gotten so hard that we almost couldn't even look each other in the eye. I don't even know if we did in that conversation. And, um, really it was literally a come to Jesus moment where we said, are, are we in this? We said we were in this. We both come, came from broken homes. We jokingly said, when we got married till death, do we part if I have to kill you? <laughs> um, but if we're in this, we got to be willing to say we will do whatever it takes. We will go wherever you call us. Um, if I never pick up a camera again, if we never, you know, 
set foot on the Florida sand again, we'll go where you want us to go. And being the wife in this situation and watching my husband go into a position where I see God using the skills and the gifts, but also um, at 40 plus years old, being willing to say, I will learn whatever I have to learn and watching him learn about things like how many sheets do we need, you know, for the, for this event or whatever. Um, it's a really cool, it's a really cool thing for me to watch too. God work in his life and his willingness to do that. You know, as a control freak, how did you, speaking from one control freak to another. You are getting real, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, wait a second. We only get 45 minutes on the air. No, we say time. We're just going to go right to it. Well, That's but as a, as a one control freak speaking to another, no, I want you to speak. I mean, that was a tough move for you as Huge. a control freak. Huge. Yeah. Um, I think, I think all of us have to come to that point where we say, is God the Lord of everything or isn't he? Um, am I going to, am I going to be all in or am I not? And, um, and I think actually there's lots of little moments where that happens, but whether it's in a, a professional workplace, whether it's inside my home, um, and, and yes, as a wife, for me, I've written a lot about this actually on my blog and spoken to women about learning to have a yielded heart before the Lord and learning to say, um, cause I, you mentioned again, the, the lies that we grew up believing. I, I grew up believing, um, and hearing over and over again, you can never trust a man. You got to look out for yourself. You got to, um, and to some extent we can't trust man. The Bible says that we all have a wicked and sinful heart. You weren't, um, you weren't told to not trust man. You were told not to trust any, any, man. any man. Yes. Yeah. And that, that, chant every time we would have a disagreement to this day honestly um and we've walked through some incredible things that little sentence will come into my head every time you know my husband does something that i i question and i have to go back and say well actually there is a little truth in that and that's what satan will do he'll give us a little truth and twist it all the way back to the garden um we're all wicked and sinful but god and um yeah so being able to say well, and as part of, remember, this is uh, radio, not TV, so they couldn't see your hands doing that whole thing. <laughs> you know, Brian, Angela shared a little bit of the lie that had been spoken in her life and that she had really brought into your marriage. What lies have been spoken, what lies specifically have been spoken into your life that you brought into your marriage? Oh, do we, I thought this was a 45 minute show. <laughs> it is. Um, he, he didn't know it was going to come In about right, 15 right seconds or less, go ahead. <laughs> Boom. Um, lies. Uh, I've got all kinds of lies. I've got the lies of, uh, raised by a, uh, uh raised by a mom at the, since the age of, of eight when, uh, parents divorced. And, um, so the lies that go uh, along with, with divorce and, and what you gain mm. there, lies of, um, Lies of not good enough, lies of which have created other things. Uh, I'm a good procrastinator. Um, so that's that's something that I still deal with as well. Um, there's, a, there's a ton that we, depending on your circumstance and, mm -hmm. and, and what has created your paradigm there. But how did the lie that had been spoken in Angela's life of never, you can't trust any man, and the lie of you're never going to be good enough, how did that fester in your marriage? Mm. Well, I, because it would make me just want to uh, either either try harder or just not, and so I see the challenge. That's now I'm never gonna never gonna meet her uh, her idea of man. He's not good enough, or he, he's not gonna not trustworthy. Um, 
and just not, which is never a way to deal with avoid. anything. Avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, what, that's the word. So just avoid it and not deal with it and hope it goes away. Because that's the way my family uh, would do things. They didn't, they didn't argue. They didn't fight. Never dealt with any outlied. conflict. It just mm-hmm. the conflict. Conflict was brought to, uh, brought to attention that it existed. And then it was everyone's uh, job to fix it. Or just ignore uh, it sometimes it. under the rug. And don't do it again. Yeah, where mine would be explosive. I came from the opposite. There were... You know, every family event, you waited for that big screaming, fighting moment, which really never did bring resolution for either of us, those those methods of communicating. So having to relearn that, too, for both of us. When you look at how the Lord has grabbed you, how many years have you been married now? 21, 22, 23? 20. How many is it? I think we're going on 22 this month. You yeah. think we're going on 22? <laughs> Usually a good idea, Brian. Well, Never. it's, it's not till the 23rd. I've still though, got a few days to think about good it, job. man. Good that's job. Next, <laughs> he knew the date. That's good. You did know the date. I what did. month? This month. Oh, in June. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Very, very good. I like that. What year? Yeah, I'm going to do the math right now. <laughs> <laughs> 95. Well, so it is 22. 22. 22 years. Okay. When you look at where you guys had gotten in your marriage, you you were probably well let's see if it was if it was 23 years so you were 18 years into your marriage mm. when we were climbing that mountain 5 years ago how bad had it gotten uh deadly <laughs> it was ugly well you didn't own a firearm did you i did not and it's probably a good thing <laughs> it was that bad it was just pure avoidance i think being raw hateful thoughts as a wife um, wanting to get away. I, and I'm very thankful because I do have a man who didn't walk away. Um, he stayed. And that probably in a lot of ways was Hopefully salvation. spoke against one of her lies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. What about right. for you? How, how, what's your perspective on how bad it was? Well, you know, I'm, I came from the family that avoids. So, but, I mean, I knew it was bad. Uh, right. Was I ready to go? No, I, I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to do what my... Uh, mm what happened in my past mm-hmm. and then uh, hopefully she believes that and will continue to believe that. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about the cruise. You know, we've got a cruise coming up pretty quick, you know, February of 2018. Uh, what do you, th- tell us people some details. Well, you know, um, we've talked about it before and I hope that our listeners are really thinking about this possibility, but this is an opportunity for couples to come with us and just 20 couples come alongside work on life together, work on our marriages, and just really learn some um, some concepts that we can take home as tools to help strengthen our marriages. It's an amazing time together. Time away, time where somebody else cooks some, and, you know, makes little animals out of towels and puts on your bed <laughs> at night. I mean, life doesn't get any better than that. No, but it is an amazing time. Brian, and that's what Harvey Cedars is missing. We oh, need little towel animals. <laughs> Although I was very impressed with, there's a makeup towel in our room. I right? actually showed them how to fold that. Genius. So there is a black washcloth. Going back to the marriage cruise. <laughs> I mean, the attention to, to detail is amazing. For him. Go to iWorkForHim.com. Click on the events page. We would love to have you and your husband, you and your wife, join us on this cruise next February. And the reason we're talking about it now is we'd love for you to get signed up and you could spread out. You don't have to pay the, all the money all at one time. You just spread it out. We keep it as cheap as possible. You'll be amazed out of reasonable. And we ho- did have another couple register this week. So, right, so spots are filling up mm-hmm. little by little. We'd love to have you come along. 
Check it out, iworkforhim.com. All right, so we're back with Brian and Angela Sackett, who are being distracted by the incredible beauty outside the windows. Oh, this my afternoon. goodness. They I never wouldn't get a, get a chance thing to sit. done if I Our oldest two sons are lifeguarding, so we just watched them walk up from the beach. Kind mm, of fun. That is great. But, and they're not carrying a body, so that's good. <laughs> that's a good mm. thing. So that's a very good thing. So going back that's to. That's horrible. Okay. Going back to the impact of marriage mentoring, what was, Brian, what was the toughest thing about marriage mentoring for you? Well, um, what men lack in life is probably that guy they can talk to, that accountability uh, in their lives. And so basically coming out and just putting it all on the table, I Mm. think, is probably the biggest challenge in in marriage mentoring, knowing that everything's got to come out in order to make progress. So you got to there's nothing you can hide. You got to deal with every bit of it. Mm. Angela, what about for you? Probably the same thing, actually. The the thing that we all crave is, I think, somebody that will care enough to get in there and call you out on your junk. And But it's also terrifying to have mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So let me just address that just for a moment. Because one of the things that we have found, I mean, the one of the reasons we do marriage mentoring is giving a safe environment for that to happen. And so I think you'll both attest to that, that you knew going in, that in these conversations, you know, everything was, of course, held in confidence, but that it was a place where you weren't coming because you were in the midst of a fight. You know, this was an opportunity in a calm environment in our home to be able to um, just talk about the next thing and to start to, you know, people use the word unpack a lot, but really that's what it happens because in most cases where you're not able to just you know, throw everything out there because it's a process. Mm -hmm. But over time and building conversation, knowing that that was a safe place for you guys to come and have conversation and really um, learn some tools, that's our hope and our desire. And and I, I believe that's one of the things that makes it so successful is because you're not trying to fix something in the heat of the moment. It's an opportunity to come um, when things, you know, at a scheduled time, unless you, you know, and <laughs> call that, in a not crisis. that there might not have been a crisis on the way over a time mm-hmm. or two, because, you know, that's how life is. Yes. Things happen um, not on our time schedule or, or anything like that. But um, I think that's what makes it so very special because you're able to really be, you know, you're not in an emotional moment. Well, and we use the material from daretobedifferent.com. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, so it's not something that Jim and Martha have put together. We use this as incredible ministry, daretobedifferent.com is a great place to go. That ministry can get plugged into any church you're involved in across the country. And that's the material we use. Brian and Angela, were you, when you went through and did that assessment, that you know identified friction points. I know this is a few years back. Were you surprised at the results? Was did anything come up that you were surprised you didn't know that you guys had a conflict about? Angela, you go first because you got a smirk on your face already. Well, because I I have a theory that women kind of have a thumb on the pulse of where things are. So for me, no. For me, it was okay. It's out there. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I don't know. How about for you, babe? I'm terrible at remembering re- movies, and I'm terrible at remembering those <laughs> tests. We can pull okay, up that I'll test. I'll help on... you remember. Oh it, no, be careful. Well, no, I say this with love and respect. Um, it was, I think it was much more of a shock for you, just because y- you are very skilled at being able to set things aside. And I think, to some extent, 
maybe men more than women have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, we compartmentalize very, very mm-hmm. well. I mean, I, and as you women, can go in survival too, mode too. Yes. You know, yeah. I think it's, you know, conquer, you know, protect all mm-hmm. those things that, you know, men are able to do. But some of the categories that we work on are communication, parenting, money, intimacy, in-laws, you know, all of those things. And it's always very revealing to see where those points of conflict are and where to start the conversation. So let's talk about, you know, we always assign, we always assign a task. We always assign tasks. Do you remember what the two things we said, here's your homework, you must complete this homework. What were they, Brian? Two were, things. Were they not different every time? No. Th- no, That they had some extra stuff, but we had two things. There's some things you can't say on <clears throat> the air. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> wow. Just real. This is PG Radio. Hey, by the way, I'd like to thank Maritza for calling in from Newport Ritchie. Thanks oh, for listening cool. to I Work for Him. And thanks for calling in for a copy of Love and Respect. We'll make sure we get that out to you uh, all at one time. Well, very quickly. We will get it out right away. As soon as we get back in town, we'll get it out to you. Sounds good. That's a good thing. All right, Brian, we gave two assignments. Every day you were supposed to pray together. Okay, and you were supposed to Hold hands. Talk to each <laughs> other. Hold hands would be good. Well, I, it, it would help, I think, uh, to communicate. If you look at each other and there's some kind of physical contact, it's a lot easier to argue when you're separate and not looking at it's each huge. other. That's a very true. good point. So. And I will say this kind of... Uh, wait, maybe no, wait, 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 let's go back oh. to that. You don't get a chance <laughs> to take it. So, if, so you were told you're supposed to pray with your wife every day. We give that. We give that assignment. Why do we give you the assignment to pray with your wife every day? Because that's one of the things. <laughs> because wow. it's because it's important that we are uh, that we first take care of that vertical relationship before we work on the horizontal. Yep, most definitely. And uh, so, if we're both going to God beforehand, we know that the focus of this needs to be God oriented and not just my manly, selfish desires. Why can't we just get a bigger TV? And that could be the end of it. Uh, does God want us to have a bigger TV? Well, probably not. So, but what about the talking part? You know, I, as I remember it, talking was one of those things that you guys were both very busy. You, uh, you would go to bed at a normal hour time, like 11 or 12 o'clock at night, but Angela would sometimes work through the night working on pictures. You guys were struggling to find that time of day to talk. Why is that so critical for a couple to set aside time to talk every day? Mm. Well, it's a uh, relationship. A relationship requires communication, and it requires talking communication, and not just texts and email. But um, and the Lord requires that of us as well. If we don't communicate with Him, then it's all about us, and we never work on the vertical. And so, in order for us to connect, you got to sit down and talk, and you got to talk about the tough stuff that we were able to come and talk about with you guys and how do you break down that barrier that says ah we're just not going to talk about it just a wall here we're going to run our own separate lives here but under the same roof how do you break that wall down Mm -hmm. and so you got to talk through each brick and so fast forward to today what no you can't oh why because because moving there what what (sighs) happened okay fine about halfway into the process were you guys struggling with those assignments i'll ask angela yeah. Angela, oh, yeah. were you struggling with that? Oh, yeah, big what, time. What what part were you struggling with? Um, Me? <laughs> <laughs> As usual. <laughs> oh. Um, for me, uh, 
as a woman, again, that when that lies, whatever the lies are that you have believed, um, and I, I'm, I very strongly believe for women, a lot of times it's fear. And when you dig into scripture, there are so many times in the word when um, that word fear is used for women, do not be afraid. Sarah right. was called blessed because she laughed at the future without fear. Um, I think th- that would start to creep in and I would withdraw and I would, I'd be angry, but I wouldn't talk about it or I'd be mad because he didn't initiate the conversation that we were supposed to be having and isn't he supposed to lead. And um, you start to build those walls up again. And the interesting thing is, you know, b- babe, you were saying about the vertical relationship. When we go to the Lord, that's the only place we can really get help. We can't solve the problems ourselves. Mm-hmm. A great mentor is not going to solve the problem. Right. Um, but also it's really hard to be dishonest with each other. It's really hard to when, you, when you're praying together. But you guys weren't praying every day. Mm-mm. No. And we almost fired you guys. Do you remember that? <laughs> I think I remember you saying we might be the first couple you'd ever fired. Mm-hmm. Because it's Rebels. one of those things where it is a non-negotiable. Yes, it is. Now, fast forward. Okay, so fast forward to today. And what does your commitment to your time together and, and uh, look like? Well, so before, before the summer hit this week, um, we have set a time where we uh, get we, at uh, 8 o'clock. We have tea or coffee together. We read through a devotional book, which we're currently reading by uh, David Tripp. And uh, we read a devotional together. We kind of talk about um, whatever comes to mind, whether it's our kids or whether it's the activities of the day or just uh, things that we've read in a devotional or Angel's been working on and writing a book. And uh, so we'll just talk about those things. And we spend uh, from about 8 to 8.30 together spending time, uninterrupted time uh, together, which is about the communication we were just talking Mm -hmm. about. And I'm going to say that is vital. we have we are in a season right now where um, there are neat people around us, but to be honest, we do not have a mentoring relationship. We don't in this. I, I don't say this to complain. It's where the Lord has brought us, but we don't have other couples that we're really hanging out with. Um, I don't have girlfriends that I pick up and call at the drop of a hat. Um, on purpose, I think the Lord did that. He's brought us into a place of serving, um, and it has grown us deeper as individuals in our walk with Him. Um, but it has become all the more evident. There have been, you know, periods of time where we've gone without that and we get caught up in what we're dealing with, with our kids or what, you know, is happening in the ministry or what I'm doing with my writing or speaking. And we get off, off out of touch with each other. Right. And, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's vital for us to have that connection. That's awesome. We're talking today with Brian and Angela Sackett about marriage mentoring and the difference it made in their lives. Let's make it real. Okay, we've got about five minutes left of the show. As though it hasn't been real That's enough. Right. <laughs> You've got five kids, two boys that are now in co- college age, uh, one in a relationship. How are you taking the things that you guys have learned in your marriage and helping them along to, to learn from your mistakes? Well, I'd say recently we've actually talked with them about about that, what they've seen, what they're starting to live out, what they want to do and what not to do. You know, we've showed them things that they shouldn't do, and we've showed them things that they should do. And hopefully the, the should overrides the should not, and they see what was good, they see what was bad. We're able to talk through that and uh, maybe give them uh, a better better chance and a better mm-hmm. marriage for them that's one of the things that um i mentioned in the beginning my parents were kind of the advocates of us starting the relationship mentoring with you guys 
and um, having the opportunity for me as a woman to speak into the life and the heart of this precious girl that our son is in a relationship with now. And one of the things my dad has always said to us is, um, I'm on the side of your marriage. I'm on the side of the two of you. And I know that he loves my husband every bit as much as he does me. And um, having now as our kids are older and they're bringing in other people, the chance to just love on them and invest in them um, is an incredible opportunity. So how critical, speak to the couples that are listening today. How critical is it, Martha, we've seen this. How critical is it for couples to get somebody that's further down the line Mm -hmm. than them in their lives? Well, I think it's in, you know, it's in God's design because that's why we've been given family. But unfortunately, we don't always have family available to us or that's walking with the Lord to lead that example ahead of us. And so by God's design, we need it immensely, but we need the accountability. We need somebody speaking truth into us um, and really being able to um, come alongside of us and say, you know, look at what you're doing. Is it where you want it? Are you headed in the direction you want to be headed in? Is this what you want your kids to model? Things like that, that can get you to stir in yourself and say, wow, I, I, I'm living so day to day, which mm-hmm. our culture is so good at that we forget about where's this going to put us 10 years from now. Uh, and one of the biggest benefits, and this is a secret benefit for us in doing marriage mentoring, it's a constant reminder to us yeah. to work on our marriage because we know people are watching us. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but taking what God is teaching us, the, it is so important for us to turn around and do that for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, not too long ago, I had a neighbor ask me, and I just laughed, how did your marriage get to be so perfect? How did your marriage get to be so amazing? And I literally laughed out loud. It's good to laugh out loud. <laughs> and was able to tell her that kind of some of our journey, if God can use our brokenness, if we're willing to take what we're learning and not just get fat on it, but feed others, what an opportunity to obey him. Well, speaking about that, Brian, okay, now you guys have gone through the process. It's been five years since we started your marriage mentoring. Now it's time to pay it forward. Mm. Are you guys looking for that next couple, that couple that you guys can start investing in? Well, I think we're, I think we're gearing towards that. Um, Angela's uh, been very open and, and have, has already started uh, throwing the line out. Uh, a lot of people in our neighborhood, uh, just a lot of uh, non-believers, but people that, that you can see, oh, they're going down. They're going to they're gonna know Christ. And, um, and so looking, looking towards those uh, opportunities <laughs> Um, to to do just that. Would love to. We'd uh, love for the opportunity that we've talked about it a, a couple times. Haven't made it happen, but I got enough gray hair in my head. I think it's time to time yeah, to do as that. As you pointed out today, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, but it is it is important. And then I understand summertime is really busy for you guys, but that should give you some opportunity to do it. And you're going to be feeding into your son and his uh, girlfriend, and you've Very got so. you got five kids. They're all going to have relationships. <laughs> good luck with that. Mm. Um, <laughs> that you will see your prayer time get much more intense oh, during yeah. relationship time. Oh yeah, right, Martha. Yes. You know, there was something we talked about earlier, and I just wanted to touch on it real quick before we're done, is the fact that one of the big takeaways from marriage mentoring is reminding each other you're on the same team. Mm -hmm. You went into this marriage, you know, with the intention, you know, you love each other, you want to do life together, and but we need to be reminded and remind each other, we're in this together, we're on the same team, we're headed in the same direction, but we don't always live that out. And I just thought that was a great word. I want to quote someone from this morning that said, uh, I think his name was Jim Brangerberg, said, uh, (laughs) my uh, my ministry is to my wife and my mission is to my kids. If that ministry with the husband and wife isn't happening, that mission to the kids is just shot 
and they have no hope. Well, this is the whole thing that I said. Do as I say, not as I do didn't work for me, and it's not going to work for my kids. No, but when we mess up, being able to share, walk in that with them, too, and say, you know what? I didn't model well. I want to show you how to model better. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Brian and Angela Sackett, thanks so much for being on I Work for Him oh, today. Thanks for having us. Thanks so A lot of fun. As we said, broadcasting from Harvey Cedars Bible Conference right up here on Harvey Cedars, New Jersey, on the beach, hcbible.org. That was a fun show, wasn't it? It was honey? awesome. It's always good to just share how God's doing some incredible work. Yes. You've been listening to I friends. Work for Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Well, Martha's here, too. You've been li- oh, you know what? Here's the deal. I, I work, work for him. him.